Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. When I reference, like, he'd be okay with disciplining me if I get it wrong. Um, <laughs> He totally would. He totally would. I feel like if I say the wrong thing, I'm going to get a smack in the head. Um, like a little tap. Um, totally my dad. Yes. Because it, it does feel like that with him. It's like, mm, if I get this wrong, you're going to smack me. Out. That's okay. Um, not the first spirit to want to smack me for getting it wrong. Imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Today's guest has been aware of her connection to the spirit world since she was eight years old. Yeah, you didn't miss that. I said spirit world. In 2017, after over 10 years of training with some of the leading Australian metaphysical teachers and world-renowned psychic mediums, Bronwyn embraced her ability professionally. Bronwyn readings are both evidential and insightful. 
Wilt, she thoroughly enjoys meeting your loved ones in spirit. Oh my God, I totally got skills. I totally, totally, totally got shells. Now, I, now I'm stuttering. The purpose of her readings is to organically guide you in eliminating, illuminating your path forward in alignment with your soul. Bronwyn Jane, thank you so much for joining us. I'm super excited because we're going to do something totally different today. And you weren't even made aware of it until like right now, right? That's correct. So it's a, a lovely surprise. So thank you for having me here, um, Veronica. I'm excited to be part of this moment and to see how it unpacks and how it unravels for us. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into mastering your craft or even identifying like what this was? Because as we talked offline, there's a lot of people sensitive to this, but they don't know what it is. And as a young child, I didn't realize it was something. I just knew that it was my experiences of being able to see my grandfather when he passed and be able to have conversations with him and to still have experiences with him. I grew up in a rural area um, that also had quite a religious undertone. I was a minority and I was a minority for quite some time. And it wasn't until I moved to the city when I was um, well in my 20s that I discovered that there were other people a bit like me. I didn't know what it was called. I still didn't realise what it was. I never encountered anyone like me until I was in my 40s. So I spent a long time wandering around in the darkness, um, having experiences but not knowing that they were different and not understanding that people weren't the same. It was only after my child was born that I realised that he was the same, that I then thought I needed to go and get some information about this so I could really parent him in a really conscious way and parent him a little bit differently to how I was parented. Um, I was parented in a way of be quiet, don't talk about it, put it in a box. I don't want to hear about it because you're freaking us out. Um, I thought I don't want to do that because I understood the psychological changes that occurred within me because I couldn't be myself and I had to show up as someone else for a large part of my life. Um, And so that's what made me go on a quest to find teachers and to understand what I was labelled as, what I was experiencing, um, and how to add some knowledge around this that I could integrate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we are noticing that maybe things, kind of like what you said, this isn't the norm, and I'm freaking my parents out, or I'm freaking people out, or I'm freaking my husband out. What are we looking for in understanding this gift? So quite often it will show up in our world as an awareness. It's one of my favourite words because it is that we may know things and there's no logical reason why we know something is going to happen. It happens. And we're like, I already knew that was going to happen. I already knew that person was going to ring me up. I already knew I was going to see that person. I knew this event was going, there was, it's that pre-knowing of things. Um, We may even just even hear things that other people don't hear or or even have an awareness of things on our peripheral vision or even, um, I call it our human eyes or (laughs) unlike other people. Um, It's just all our physical senses are heightened more than other people's. Um, And this is how it generally shows up. It's very aligned to our physical senses. So we may have really good hearing compared to other people. We can just hear things that other people can't hear. We are really precise with our vision. 
in regards to we might be able to see something slightly move that no one else would be able to see. So it's really aligned to that and that's how we know. We can be highly emotional, which is a really common one. We think it's our emotions and we don't know to discern whether it's our emotions or not. We could be picking up on someone else's emotions or emotions in the environment. And that's the most common one that, yeah, it's emotions. We think they're ours and they're not and we don't have the awareness to just check in and go, is this mine or am I actually picking up on the vibration of a room or someone else? Wow. I wonder what that's like for kids because kids are, you know, you think about kids, they're, they're sort of led by emotions and driven by emotions and are not really able to discern between the two, you know, between rational and emotional. And so you're, you know, you're right now you're explaining an adult being, being mindful and aware and validating, wait a minute, this is mine. And, you know, this other part might be of someone else or something else, right? What do we do with kids? So with children, it depends on their age too. So we know that children arrive in this world and they are already translating energy because they can't communicate and they can't understand what you're saying. But they know if they like someone or not, you, you'll you know certain people will go near them and they'll cry or they won't. And they're picking up on their energy straight away because they're very, that's their way of communicating. Um, so the way we can identify children is it depends on their age. But a lot of times it will align to children that may appear to be on the spectrum oh yeah it's very similar um there's a few ways that we can differentiate though and there's even physical things as well that psychic children have in common um, as far as digestive issues sensitivity to how certain foods fill in their mouths um they also will have really heightened senses they will be look like they can't hold concentration but they're actually holding concentration on something else not on what we want them to so they're being distracted um yes they will be emotional because they will go into a space just like adults and not be able to work out why they're feeling what they're feeling they don't have the vocabulary to be able to explain it and so for me as a parent that has got a child that is highly sensitive seems distracted may know things that other children don't know interested in things beyond their years you know, four-year-olds that are interested in things that normally a 10-year-old would be interested in and so obsessed in obtaining the knowledge because they get quite silated, they want to absorb everything. Um, It just seems a little bit out of the box. So we look at these type of things. They will have issues with sleep as they get older as well because they're quite distracted by the spirit world. So we'll have sleep issues. We'll have quite often social issues as well because their peers are boring. Yeah. I got um, I got somebody nobody could see that's talking to me. Yeah, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> peers are boring. Um, and also the spirit world is not mean. They never tell them you can't play. They never say you can't join my group. They never call them a name. And so they will want to spend a lot of time communicating with the spirit world, which causes challenges when they have to be at school and and make friends for that reason. So there's a lot of extra parenting that you need to do with a really sensitive child um, to allow them to be able to manage through this world and to be able to make the connections that they need to. But I would look at their sensitivity to any kind of stimuli and, first of all, make sure that there's not a medical diagnosis, ask questions, make no assumptions. Gotcha. 
because just because you can't see, hear or feel, it does not mean that it doesn't exist. And I always use the example of a dog and a dog whistle. We blow that whistle, that dog can hear it. We don't say the dog can't. And it's exactly the same with a child. Yeah. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. So never discredit them um, and always inquire. That's really tough. You know, you think about um, families and, you know, maybe one parent is more supportive than the other parent or maybe have both parents that are not supportive at all, such as, you know, in your case where you're told, no, you're freaking us out, you know, stay quiet. Um, That impacts the kids on so many levels. You know, impacts the kids with regards to the level of confidence, with regards to seeking validation from other people, um, feeling as if their thoughts, their emotions are not real and have to be constantly validated or approved by somebody else. So there's a whole lot of damage that's caused when your child is opening up to you and sharing mom, you know, grandpa's here, grandma's here, whatever. Um, and we kind of brush under the rug and avoid that conversation because of our own fears and our own, you know, um, worries. True. And it, from my own experience, I know that it creates the child to shut down. They create a distance in the family. They cannot be themselves. And also we go through, this is why there's a big shift between preschoolers and those that once they join school where they quite often will not express what they're feeling simply because they're exposed to community now far more than what they did before. Teachers, sporting groups, and that whole going in and retracting if they're not nurtured is what generally will happen. And then there's a whole journey that is different to what was intended. And at some point for these children, which then turn into adults, it will pop back up. Even if they do squash it in, it will it will show back up for them. Normally when they're adults later and they've got to deal with trauma um, of someone passing close to them, it'll come back up again. But now we've got a whole heap of emotional issues that we have to unravel as a result of them living a life that wasn't authentic. Uh, well, yeah. And being able to identify what is, like what what is truly authentic for them and how they're able to go ahead and express themselves with this gift, right? And That's and, right. And even explain it to, you know, friends, family, and, you know, also maybe partners. That can also be difficult. So, yeah, it sounds like a whole lot of challenges. And it is. My um, partner was definitely not on board when my child started. <laughs> it was not the life that he signed up for. Um, it wasn't the life that he signed up for when he married me too because I I didn't know when we got together how I labelled myself. So he was taken on a journey and the thing that is very interesting when this shows up for people, and normally it is a little bit later in life when we start to think that there is something going for us, spend a whole life of being in a box and labelled something else as a child, as adults, as I said, when someone normally passes, it's like, oh, I want to explore now because I am seeing um, a shadow at the corner of my eye and I do think of mum and it, and it reminds me of her every time I see that or I hear a song and it was her favourite song or I smell her perfume. And so all these things start happening and then adults will then get quite inquisitive and go on their own journey. If your partner 
isn't open to it and they are not supportive, it can cause challenges um, because they might think you're crazy. Um, But it's just you're having a whole heap of experiences that you can't understand and you're seeking. Now, if they're open to it, it's a fabulous journey for you to go on together. But if you're not, whether it's just you going on this journey or you're parenting a child, it will cause problems because it does change your whole world. It it is not something that you do. It's something who you are. And so the shift is so profound. Um, And it is not uncommon for relationships to fall apart if the other person does not get on the train with you. Yeah, there has to be some level of support. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so within that, I'm just going to recap just in case some people this is ringing bells for them as um, as I'm saying certain things. So when our loved ones come close to us, there is a whole heap of things that they will do to let us know that they are close. Mm -hmm. They will send a tingle sometimes through our body and it's a not like the hairs standing up on our hands. That's different. It's like a little vibration, a little tiny, subtle shiver, if you like. Um, And it's when they're standing really, really close. If we're not sure who that is, it's normally whoever pops into our mind first is who it is because they will use our subconscious and manipulate that to be able to bring awareness to who they are. We, As I said, we may hear songs or or lyrics that resonate for a particular loved one. It could be our wedding song. It could be their favourite band. Once again, they can manipulate the vibration of sound to be able to communicate with us. We can smell things. If they baked a particular cookie and, and, and I'm almost seeing this <laughs> like a cookie and then they put their fork on it and they squished it a certain way and, and they were quite particular about the, the way they made this, um, that that and we, we're smelling that baking smell, this is important. They're bringing that into our awareness so we will remember them because they're standing there. Oh. And so when this happens, and this must be important for someone because my body's going off. Um, so when this happens and we have this awareness, all I ever ask anyone to do is just acknowledge them, whether it be internally, like, oh, you know, Mom, Grandma, I know you're here because I can smell you, I can sense you, I'm remembering. Um, that's all we need to do yeah. initially because that's all they want because they walk around next to us. It's like, I'm trying to talk to her. I'm trying to let her know that I'm helping her. Why is she ignoring me? Like I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, and we get too busy to notice. So that those little flashes of what I call memories are not always just random memories. Wow. They're inspired um, to let you know that you are not walking alone. We do not walk alone ever. And sometimes that can be a little bit freaky because people's like, right, even in the shower? It's like, yeah, even in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which is really beautiful. Um, the other thing I just this is also important as well that I just want people to know because, once again, I know, it must resonate for someone, the profound dream that isn't really a dream where we have that connection when they come into our nighttime space and just be 
they may hug us, they may say a word, we may just have that presence where we're together. It's not normally a big conversation when we have a visitation when we're asleep. It's normally a short but profound connection. Okay. And they were quite often letting us know that they're okay, they've got their okay, to not worry about the trauma of how they got here, to let go of that. They never want us to fixate on those last moments of them being here at all because it's just a moment. They always want us to remember everything else, their whole life, not just that last little bit because they don't hang on to that at all. Yeah. What are common questions you get from people that you do readings for? One of the most common is, are they okay and did they get there? Mm. Particularly if they didn't have faith. Yeah, I could see that. So if they didn't have, if the person that transitioned didn't have any faith um, or didn't believe in mediums, they're like, why did, why are they here? It's like, they're normally the ones that are first. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that say, hey, I was wrong. It's like this and this is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So normally it is, are they okay? And are they are they happy with what their loved one that's still here, so the person that's connecting with the medium, whatever they're doing? Yeah. that That's the main thing is that, that are they safe and are, are they proud of whatever is happening at the moment? Yeah. Oh, I could totally see that. A couple of questions come to mind for myself. But, yeah, like you, what you just said, are they okay? Did they... Tr- did they transition well? Because you not only have the ones that don't believe in mediums, but you also have the ones that maybe didn't do the best deeds when they were, you know, in life. And they're, they're always the interesting ones because what happens is when we transition, because some of us don't live great lives. Yeah. And we make bad choices, choices that maybe we didn't fully understand the consequences of what we were doing. And as part of that process when we cross over, there's a whole growth that occurs and we call it um, soul review. And through that process, they have to feel the emotions that they created for someone. So if they physically hurt someone or emotionally hurt someone, they have to feel it from the other person's perspective. Wow. To that allows them to grow. So as once they work, depending on the kind of person, determines how long that takes too. And I think if we also were aware of that, we might think about our actions a little bit more that we did here because even those little things that we may say to someone, we have to feel that moment that we created. In the afterlife. When we get to the other side. So once they finish that process, they remember what they've done but they don't hang on to those emotions. So normally when we're connecting with someone that was not a great human, they will generally apologise for those situations that they've created because they now understand them. Yeah. Because they've had to feel it. Mm -hmm. Now sometimes we're ready to receive that apology, sometimes we're not. Yeah. They'll still keep trying. Yeah. They're the ones that will quite often want to be close to us and try and help us a lot in our lives to make up for being an absent parent, being disengaged, being, you know, a terrible partner. Yeah. These type of things because they want to make amends. It's part of their growth to help us. And people are like, well, you know, 
dad was never here for me. And he, when he did, he grunted at me and, and you know, he you know, might have not been, might have whacked me sometimes or something. I was like, yeah, but now he gets it. And now he can actually manipulate our world to give you the things that he never did before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that when they come through in a reading, they, as I said, they will apologise quite often. They will want to make amends. And they may bring up those situations purely just to validate that it is them, not because they hang on to the emotions or any pain that they've caused just so I can clearly identify who they are because we don't hold any negative emotions once we've transitioned. That's amazing. And that's so great. And um, I don't know, the word relieving comes to mind. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right now. That's right. Right now. Today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. So obviously you and I have just met. You had no idea at all that I would be open to a reading or uh, wherever we want to go. And prior to coming on, I had said, well, let's just see where this goes. And so I want to definitely give it to you. I'm saying right now, I'm totally open, whatever you want to do. And I am aware of what also, maybe not 100% aware, let's just be honest, of what that might consist of. But kind of like right now through this talk, I would like I would like to show what you do. Um, yes. And so, you know, you mentioned card reading, psychic reading, or even something, you know, with regards to someone who has passed in my life. Again, I want to quickly say that her and I literally just met. We literally just met. And so I'm saying that because... She had no clue what I would be open to. And this is, we're just going for it right now. We are, we are just going for it. Um, and it's interesting too, because as we, um, as you said that you were open to it, the thing that I'm very aware of too is, uh, I'm going to say that what feels like a male energy very strongly around you. Mm. And I know that based on how things were coming up in the, the those conversations that I just said, it's like, mm. This is not necessarily just coming from nowhere. So I would be aware of that too. So to me that that male does feel older. It doesn't necessarily feel, feel to the side of you. It does feel older. Thank you. And they are, I'm hearing the word dad. So whether they are your dad or they, it's this type of energy that he's saying because I'm just getting dad, 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 dad. <laughs> and even when I, <laughs> um, and even the way he just went dad, 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 He's either really persistent, he or he's kind of a strong kind of guy. He's he's that he feels that he's like that, just the way he keeps repeating it. And I'm going to say too, uh, the energy of being a little bit tougher 
or a bit sterner, this kind of aspect to who he is, is what he's making Mary aware of as well because he does show me when I reference like he'd be okay with disciplining me if I get it wrong. Um, <laughs> he totally would. He totally would. I feel like if I say the wrong thing, I'm going to get a smack in the head. <laughs> um, like a little tap. Um, totally my dad. Yes. Because it, it does feel like that with him. It's like, mm, if I get this wrong, you're going to smack me. Out. That's okay. Um, not the first spirit to want to smack me for getting it wrong. <laughs> but he's just doing that to show his personality. The interesting thing with him too is whilst he is a really, st- I'm going to say, you know, one of those sterner kind of guys, he's a little bit like that. Um, the And he may not have always been very verbal in the way he expressed um the things that he was proud of and happy with and achievements, the what you do and how you do it and how much heart you put into things, um, that is where he sits, I'm going to say, beaming because he is actually smiling, smiling, a massive smile that he has for what you do. The acknowledgement of the lives that you shift and change by just being you is significant. So he's making me aware of that as well. And I know that him being able to express this it's a, a gentleman where we, he would not always necessarily say this. You might know it, you might feel it based on different little things, but he's not a really a guy that would be really verbal and saying, you know, I love you, great job, you're amazing, this kind of stuff. He's not, he wasn't that kind of guy. So the opportunity to be able to do this and say this to you now is really important, even though it's public. And, and I know that he's not necessarily, he's not necessarily a shy person, but he's also not necessarily someone that would, be really public in this situation but it's like taking that opportunity um, for him as well he is acknowledging a younger male so I don't know if there's a son or um, like a grandson but he's making me aware of that younger male as well and I'm going to say the proudness around him and what he's doing and what he's achieving is significant as well because he is really really drawing a lot of awareness on that person as as well so know that you guys, I use the word in a really beautiful way, but it, he's, he's like your very own little stalker. Um, <laughs> Dad, as he comes, because it's like being there all the time as well. And is mum still here? Because he's taking my awareness to mum and he's acknowledging her as if she is still here. Um, so he is making me aware of that as well. Thank you. Um, he's right. Okay. They had a really interesting relationship because he is showing me a little bit of banter, um, a little backwards and forwards in regards to that too. She's a little, can be a little bit, um, all right, <laughs> a little bit feisty um, or because he's showing me she doesn't just take stuff. Yeah. Um, she definitely will stand up to and say how she feels in regards to that too. You would know that you are a really nice mix of both, but he is saying that you're more of him than her. So I'm aware that this is what he's acknowledging for you as well. Yeah. Know that he sends you so much love. Um, He is around you all the time. Um, And when you notice that, thank you, when you notice the shifts, because he's doing it with me, these little shifts in your body, know that he is coming really close as well. Also, if you're being fiddling with your hair or you think you have a hair on your face sometimes you can feel like a cobweb um it's just him touching your face just stroking you that's all it is um and it's he's just exceptionally close as he comes and does that thank you thanks <laughs> i don't know whose birthday it is because he's talking about a birthday as well now um so there must be one coming up um or just just happened as well my sister yeah thank you thanks i'm gonna leave it there um because i feel like if i could spend a whole hour talking to him <laughs> He is, I'm going to say, when I he showed his smile, thank you, um, 
he's kind of a traditional dresser too. Yeah. Um, he, he's showing me what he's wearing. It's like <laughs> some people they turn up in th- they turn up in like thongs, a singlet, and, and shorts. He did not do that today. <laughs> that's that's not him. Um, he's also going on about food, so. <laughs> We don't, we don't need to, to go through everything. Um, <laughs> so know that he is very close um, and, and I'm going to say and very, very closely connected to that male that he is talking about. So the, would that be your son? It's my brother. Brother. So he's obviously because he's referencing with Dad the profession, okay, or what he's doing as being very significant. They're bo- so okay. my dad was a barber and then my brother joined and became a barber as well. Yeah, because he's saying that that's really important, okay? So he's talking about that. Thanks. Um, your, your dad, um, he's, he is um, he's one of those guys that would be happy about things, but then there would always be a correction of how you could do it better. <laughs> or, he's that kind of guy. Um because when you said your brother is a barber, he's like, yeah, but he's doing it a little bit differently or he's not doing it exactly the same as him. And there's that little bit of correction in about compared to him. Um, once again, that's to show me his personality, but also the awareness of that he's not quite doing it the same as him um, as well. He's also talking about on showing me whatever brand or logo that he's created. There's something, some kind of symbol. Okay. Um, so whether your brother is working for himself or someone else, but he's showing me something that would look like when someone has got their own brand. Oh, that would probably be me. I have a logo for my company. Okay. Is it like a shield? Um, yeah. Well, I have two. Which one are you yeah. talking about, Dad? <laughs> one's he's like, one's a circle. Like, okay, because he's showing me, um, yeah, that looks to me, I didn't know if it was a shield um, or what it was, but it looks like that. He's showing me that as well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's, al- <laughs> he's also talking about that expansion that you're planning. So he's talking about that. This, So whether you've got it planned or not, he's saying it is happening. Um, so know that that expansion is happening. And he's showing me tentacles. So um, by that, it, it makes like it's may even be bigger than what you think or there's multiple streams to how it's coming out for you because he's showing me lots of lines coming off this shield, which says to me that it's expanding in lots of different ways for you as well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's talking about your voice as well. And I know obviously based on what you do, you use your voice a lot, but this feels like more like the voice goes everywhere. Um, and when I say everywhere, I know that you're in America, but it feels like it goes further. Yeah. Yeah. I have a podcast and I've been on a lot of, um, I was asked to be on an app. They asked me to go on there. And so, um, it's live and I go on there live and yeah, it's reaching out to like people in different countries. So, and that brand that he's talking about, um, it's one that I'm currently working on. So, wow. Sorry. (laughs) Hope it wasn't a secret. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, sometimes they don't realise that we have to keep something secret. Yeah, no, this um, one's open. This one's open. Okay, all right, cool. The reason why I wondered if, because he said, like, it looked like you were going to be on a TV show or something that looked visual, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't then come off from everything else because it looks like visual media rather than just audio Yeah, for you, um, which is really, once again, He's tapping his chest and I know he's not indicating a health issue because 
is not giving me a pain in my body. It's an indication of being so proud Mm. um, as well. The other thing too is you are obviously a trailblazer for your family um, in ways that say that you're first in a lot of things is what he's saying too as well. And once again, he goes back to his traditional aspect of who he is because he makes he then ties it to females. So I know that he's indicating you for for a girl because it's kind of like how, how we said, said it. it. <laughs> yep, yep. For a girl, um, you are being a, a trailblazer. So I know there's a whole, whether you're the first to get the qualifications or the level of qualifications that you have, it's that type of thing. And then also what you're creating as far as being an entrepreneur, this type of thing, whilst he does feel like he has that entrepreneurial energy about him um, and understands that yours is more. Yeah. Because he does feel entrepreneurial. Yeah. He has that within him. Um, He's saying he didn't have the resources. So whether he didn't get it to where he wanted it to be, it's that type of thing for him. Yeah. 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 Thanks. All right. All right. Um, He could be flirting with you at this point. Totally I'm asking you, like, what else do you want to say? Like, I, I normally ask them a whole heap of questions and it's like, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great with all different kinds of food, um, but he is showing me something that, and forgive me if I'm mislabeling it, um, but it looks like what I would call in our country like a dumpling or, or a pastry that sort of has something in it. Um, it, it. It kind of looks like that kind of shape. Um, I don't know if <laughs> because he's showing me this, thank you. Um, so I know that that would be significant for either you or him based on the fact that he's bringing that one. I'm asking what else do you want to talk about? It's these type of things, right? Um, random little things. Yeah, he'd always, my brother would always get him a ham and cheese croissant um, uh, for breakfast okay. every morning, right. ham and cheese croissant. Because yeah. it, it, that kind of shape, and it's like, I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> thank you. He keeps showing me like a C. Okay. The shape of a C. So when they would show me that type of thing, it will either be a name that relates to them or someone here that they want to bring awareness around um, that he wants to acknowledge. So my last name is Cisneros, but the person that's coming up right now is Christopher. Okay. Which is my ne- right. my nephew, my sister's son. Okay, because okay, he said cousin, um, which would, that would be, I could understand that linkage. My nephew, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Someone else has just shown up. Um Wait. Okay. Thank you. All right. He, when I ask him on why he's bringing the awareness around him, would you also understand that there is a significant celebration around him as well or a significant event coming up for him? Thank you. Is he graduating? Is he finishing something like this? It feels something significant like that. I heard the word graduation. Um, no graduation for anybody right now. And there's no birthday? Um, Christopher's birthday is on September 15th. It's a little bit far away um, yeah. for me, normally for them to bring it up. Not that it's not that. Normally they will be a bit closer. So let me just inquire. Okay, thank you. He's also, ta- when I'm asking him, like, why is he acknowledging him um, and bringing him up? Thank you. He's also talking about the younger female that is tied in that family group. Okay, so there's a younger female somewhere tied in that family group as well. Um, thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Just to, I just want to just acknowledge something else here is this okay yeah go for it i'm i'm open all right um he's acknowledging a younger 
seeing the girl. And as he's doing that, I can see a younger child coming in. I have my daughter, Aaliyah, who when he passed away, she was, gosh, she passed away 14 years ago. So she was four. She was five. No, five. Um, and then my youngest is, or my middle child is Aubrey. He called her Bon Bon. Um, and she she had just turned one. He had never met my youngest. My youngest is Brooklyn, and she's named after, it's Brooklyn Louise. My dad's name is Louise, but we named her Brooklyn Louise um, after him, but he never met her. She's 11. My dad passed away about 16, 15, 14 years ago. Okay. So he, based on his, I, and I will go back to that, but I just want to acknowledge too that he has a younger child with him in spirit. So he has. Oh my gosh, that's right. He has, um, oh my gosh, little Annabelle. Yeah. He, that's my brother's daughter. Thank you, because he was. He that child just showed up, Aww. just popped in. So I want to bring awareness around her. I don't want to ignore her because um, she kept popping a little face in and then going, popping a little face in and then going. Um, and so I wanted to note what you were saying, but I also wanted to acknowledge her as well. Yeah, that's um, my niece. Um, yeah, she had passed away. Oh my gosh, I didn't. Yeah, wow. And then because he took me to Christopher and then he, the little girl kept popping in and out. So I know that she's in the family group. Yeah. Um, that's my half brother's daughter. Yes. Yeah. With, and with dad, she is actually, she's with dad now. Oh, she's with my dad right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. I wanted to just acknowledge that. Yes. For you no, because, thank you. That's um, beautiful. <laughs> because she did just pop in. She, I just, once again, just to bring acknowledgement around her, she does have that really kind of pop-in, cheerful kind of vibration and energy about her. Um, the, I want to use the word cheeky. Oh. That kind of little. Yes, yes. Cheeky. Beautiful. Word. I don't know yes. if that, that translates yet. Um, didn't know if you had that word. So we had that type of energy about her as well. Um, but also a quiet. Yeah child very quiet very very yeah. quiet yeah even yeah. though she's a little bit cheeky here like with the popping in and out pop, like <laughs> and um that's that quietness about her and I'm going to say too that she could even be indicating to me that where she takes a little while to warm up to people yeah definitely definitely well. um but she is there she is safe she and if anyone wants to know she is very very happy yeah oh I'll let her mom know and my brother yeah. know yeah yeah. Aww. Um so I might just leave it there if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, we could go for ages on this. Yeah, my dad could totally to talk to you forever. <laughs> he yeah. could. And he would. He would definitely <laughs> want to talk to you forever. And he's hilarious. Yeah. And um and I can feel his energy is nice and strong and which is lovely continue because sometimes when people have been transitioned for a long time, um, it does take them a little while to come close to me. Um but he did not do that today, which is fabulous that he's taken the opportunity to come say hello and let you know um, that he is being a father on the other side by looking after um, your niece. It's so crazy too. You mentioned um, you, you you mentioned a hair being on my face. 
all day today while I've been in session, um, I work with a lot of couples and, and women. And as I'm working with couples, I couldn't get this hair off of my forehead. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm literally like, my clients must think I'm going crazy because I'm literally like having a conversation with them and I'm trying to grab, I'm like literally scraping like a rake on my face and then I'm, didn't work. So I'm literally trying to poke off wherever I could feel the damn hair (laughs) and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I'm like, literally I almost licked my finger and (laughs) did this to get it out of my face because it was, I'm not going to say it was distracting, but I could feel it. So that is so crazy. That is so, so crazy. And how, I mean, obviously there was no indicators, nowhere on my social media about my dad. Um, I mean, unless you look, you know, last year, but like the way you were able to even kind of like watching you, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, she was like literally looking at my dad, totally having a full on conversation. And I could see my dad having the opportunity to talk and going 50,000 miles per minute. Like, holy shit, there's, it, it's here. I could talk now. Um, and there was a couple of times, you know, just kind of watching you. You know, my dad's saying stuff. My dad was very, very charismatic and charming and very old school. So the fact that you were mentioning, I'm surprised he didn't show you his hair, like how great his hair was, because that was a big thing with my dad. But his and when we dress, have when we have more time, um, normally the the process I would go through, and I I do pepper them with a whole heap of questions, and I will ask that. But he, I didn't need to today because he just came in and go, I'm dad, I'm dad, I'm dad. Um, Whereas normally I'll physically describe them, describe how they passed. When we have more time, there's a whole process. So I know that whoever is receiving the information has no doubt on who it is because that's really important for me that you know without a doubt that this is who I say it is. And so I'm going to give you all those things that you need to know that for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. A lot of the key indicators were, you know, the pastry. My dad absolutely, he would make us you know, we'd be watching TV and all of a sudden he would just get up and, you know, he would make, um, they're called banuelos, you know, sugar and butter, um, and then just pop it in the oven. We didn't have a lot of money, but he would make it happen or he'd fry bananas or, you know, his, his favorite with my brother was, you know, they worked together. They worked together for a while. And so my brother would always bring him, um, ham and cheese croissant. Um, and I think it was milk or orange juice. I don't remember. Um, so the fact that you were able to pick up on all of those things, the main one was the traditional dress. My dad was, my dad was totally a gangster, a hardcore gangster. And so when you said, I feel like you'd probably hit me if I get this wrong. My mom and dad went to therapy one time. (laughs) My mom and dad went to couples therapy one time. And he may or may not have threatened her life after the session because she had advised my mom to leave him. So when you said that, it was like, holy shit, that's my dad. That's totally my dad. Don't get this wrong. So it was just so beautiful to just kind of see that and, and kind of watch you engage with him and like really, really like, you know, his, his personality came through and his personality came through. You know, and again, you have no idea who I am, but like his personality came through in just your, your, your facial expressions, you know, and the way you guys were talking, it's like, oh yeah, she's totally having a conversation with my dad, you know, and this isn't at all like I'm saying this just to say this. No, 
the croissants, the traditional dress, there's no way you would have been able to guess that. There's no way anybody would have been able to guess that, especially with me being a professional in my field, like, oh, your dad was totally a gangster or, you know, your dad was very, very, like, there's certain things you said with regards to him always being right and him knowing the way and one of his major phrases is, okay, Veronica, or okay, Vern, you know, what is that going to do for me? And it's like, oh, dad, okay, well, I guess I got to go back to the drawing board and figure this out and make this excellent. So that was so amazing. Thank you so, so much. That was awesome. Thank you for allowing me to meet him. Um, as I said, he's not the only only spirit that's been firm with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, the reason why I love doing what I, I do is I like being able to give them a voice. Yes. Um, they are around us all the time, but being able to let you know that they're around, sometimes they try lots of things and we just don't notice. So I love being able to give them a voice. I, I do love meeting them, all different kinds of characters. Um, it's always a joy and particularly people like your dad, like I, those kind of people, yeah, I like <laughs> I like them. They keep me on my toes. Um, and and thank you even for saying the fact that you could see, because I never get to obviously see what it's like from another person's perspective yeah. when I'm doing it. And for that feedback, thank you. I appreciate that, being able to see my, me and my expressions and what's happening on my side. This is great. So for those of for those people looking to connect with the other side, to get a psychic reading, to get a card reading, or even to develop more information and more resources for their children or even for themselves, how can we find you? So I'm on all the socials, Bronwyn Jane Medium. Um, I also have a website, bronwynjanemedium.com. And there you can book a reading where we connect to the loved ones. That is called mediumship. When we're focusing on energy around your world, what's happening in your life, that is a psychic reading. Um, And then there's also information about how to support children. There's some courses on there as well on how to even understand your own gifts or abilities or or even if it's showing up for you and, and how to work with this. We are all psychic. We all were because we were all made of energy, and it's being able to find the human words around the energy that we're feeling. It's just about putting in the effort, being aware, and and doing the practice that's required for that. And we can all communicate with our own loved ones, the varying degrees with that. Though it's just like we can all sing. Some of us aren't great, some of us are, but we can all have continue relationships with our loved ones once they transition. It's just knowing how to do that. But if you want to find me at Brahman Jane Medium, you can. Awesome. I highly, highly recommend you guys reach out to her. I'm telling you, she's the real deal. And I honestly, I I didn't know, I had no idea where this conversation was going to go. And I was a little hesitant with wanting to, you know, contact the other side just because there's so much vulnerability with that. It's not that I don't want to contact my dad, not uh, hell yeah. And there's so much vulnerability with that. And I wanted to see what you were going to pick up, what came up for you. And right as <laughs> as evident by his life, my dad was right in, screw your psychic reading, Veronica. We're having a conversation. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, so, so much for being on. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more work with you. It would be fabulous and my honor. All right. Thank you so much again. And um, 
I'm super excited for these women to reach out to you. I look forward to it. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope 
listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.